This Bush Light Clash of the Coliseum 2024 recap edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. The guys just dropped their bonus behind-the-scenes episode of Sean, winning $200,000. Plus, this week's pick-em prize is a free $250 Super Bowl Square. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon to join today. Drivers, start your engine! Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez. And Cody Zeeb. Welcome in, everyone, to another episode uh-oh, of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. <laughs> Buddy, there is a race to recap today. Now, granted, if you're listening to this on Sunday and you're live with us, you're wondering to yourself, Oh, what happened? And you maybe missed the race. I'm sorry. Uh, the we race. Have a, there was a few people in the Discord this morning that were sad that they missed it all yesterday. Oh, it's so it's heartbreaking. But this is why you get in the Discord because yeah, you could wait have known. But listen, we're not going to fault you. NASCAR made the decision, obviously, to move the Bush Clash to last night because of the impending storm. Buddy, let me tell you, I was in L.A. There was some darkening clouds this morning when I left at, oh, literally, oh, dark 30. So I, I highly applaud NASCAR for making that change because it does not look like it was about to be pretty out there. Yeah, I mean, this was really crazy, right? Uh, unprecedented has been the big word that's been floated around, and it's true. I mean, I can't think of a time. Bob Hawkers can't think. If Bob Hawkers doesn't know of a time, don't think a time has happened. Uh, so I'm going to go with that, but... That, that NASCAR has moved a race up an entire day. We've seen them adjust start times, right? And in general, their rule is 24 hours out. They'll move the start time up an hour, a couple of hours. Or we've seen them race move back, right? We've seen them race all the way into Tuesday or Wednesday because of, of the storm and everything. But extenuating circumstances here in L.A., right? Things are different. This isn't a normal racetrack where we can just pack everybody up, go sit at the hotel for three more days, come back. Um, it's just so many things that went into this. You've got that. You've got the expense of staying extra days for the teams. They've got to go get ready. You know, there's nothing going on this week at Daytona, but next week you've got, they're there all week. They've got qualifying early in the week. We've got the duels earlier in the week. I think those are on Thursday. Then you've got the race, obviously on Sunday on the other races earlier in the week too, for teams like JGR and stuff have, you know, Xfinity teams as well. All of that. Um, and, and there was just no way I don't think that they were going to get this in uh, today or tomorrow or Tuesday. It would have been pushed to Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, and the amount of rain that they're calling for is it's going to cause a lot of damage to a lot of things. It's going to put stress on the emergency systems. And, and those people need to be focused on that. And the people of L.A. need to be focused on staying safe and everything. So, uh, again, unprecedented, crazy. I didn't think we would see this happen ever. Um, but this is another example you know, and this, we could talk about this more, but you know how much money this costs NASCAR? Millions and millions and millions of dollars, but they had to make a decision. They made the right decision in the best interest for everyone and the safety of everything to at least put a show on because it could have got to the point where 
We didn't even get a race because it gets to Tuesday. And now they're like, you know what? We got to tear this track down. We got to get out of here. Sorry, too bad. We'll do the clash next year. So they did the best they could with the situation they had. Actually made a decision, which is something, you know, a while back that, that they hadn't always done. But we've seen them do it. You know, and again, the unprecedented thing at Chicago last year, they called the, the race early. Um, and they're continuing to to move forward. So I like to see it. I think it was the right decision. I know it sucks in some some instances. Obviously, we'll we'll recap things and how we handicap things is not how we had saw this playing out. So that really changed a lot of things. Um, but still was a fun weekend. And uh, I'm excited that oh we've got Daytona next, which obviously we're going to get into. But uh, yeah, I think the NASCAR made the right call. And I think that, you know, their hands were kind of tied and they did the best they could with, with the situation they were given. Yeah, I was this close to being able to go to the race. I was literally, so uh, I, as most of you guys know, and especially in the Discord, if you listen, I was in the LA area. I was, I was about 45 minutes away from the, the clash. Although when I looked it up, I mean, the, the getting to the track was completely red. So I'm, I'm figuring <laughs> that that was probably what would have taken the longest. But, uh, but I'd gotten off of work a little bit early and I thought, Oh man, I can do this. We can make this. But then it took a little bit for us to get finally like we got let off work, but we didn't we couldn't really go anywhere for another 20 minutes. Then we're cutting into it. And then so I read Bob Proctor's tweet and I was like, "Okay, uh it's at 8 p.m." And I was like, "Oh my god, they're doing a really late start time for this race." And I was like, and I texted my buddies. I was like, "Dude, this is a go. We're all loading up. Let's do this. We can grab dinner on the way." We're going to be able to catch the main event. It's at 8 o'clock because I heat races, blah, blah, blah. And then and then everyone was starting to get ready, and we were doing our final move. And then I read the tweet. Uh, it said 8 p.m. ET. It was about 15 minutes away from 5 o'clock my time, which is uh, – or ET, rather. E yeah, Eastern time. And I was like, son bitch. Well – Never mind. The, the biggest struggle we have on this podcast, Ross. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Navigating times that we've we've defaulted to everything is just done in Rod's time now. <laughs> I would make the conversions later. I still get confused half the time. And then when we try to get guests on, that just makes it even, you know, and they're in another time zone. Then we got four different times going on. Ugh, time zones are, they suck. They do. But, uh, yeah, I'm sad you didn't make it. Uh, it, it obviously, you know, ended up being a pretty good show, I yeah. think, and, and we'll get into that. But uh Wanted to catch up on the chat. It's lit again tonight. Yeah, it is. Again, if you're listening to this on the podcast, I get it. Trust me. I am a pod. I prefer the podcast listening over the YouTube watching. But if you get on the YouTube, you can join us live. You can jump in the chat. Nick Fortune saying, let's go, gentlemen. What a bet. Thanks to us. Sadly, the rest didn't cash. Uh, but more bets to come. We'll, we'll, we'll break up. We'll, you know, we'll break it down. Easy in the chat. Hey, easy. How's it going? Saying what's up to Nick. Um, let's see. King. Team Ty Gibbs. We've got a couple of, of Gibbs things here. Oh, Dusty Early. We'll go with uh, that. Gibbs yeah. missed out on a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, and Nick's so bummed he didn't uh, win the race. Dude, Gibbs, I, it sucks that he didn't win it. Obviously, we were rooting for it. And, and we ended up with money on Denny. So I was happy about that part. But this is Ty, like, Ty Gibbs, man. We've been saying it's coming. Like, what more do you need? This is it. It is coming. He's here. He's going to be really fucking good this year. And this was the start of it. I mean, he hung with Denny that entire race. He led, what, 54 laps or something like that. A good chunk of the race. I mean, he seemingly had the best car. Struggling on the restarts. I think he's still not totally comfortable with, with getting that part of it, especially on the short track. You know, he kind of got bobbled up a few times there. But he's still young. He's got to learn those things. Uh, him and Joey had some some words after, so it'll be interesting to follow that this season, see if it goes anywhere. Um, but yeah, yeah, man, Gibbs winning that would have been just great. You gave him out what plus seven fifty for a top three finish, I think, on the the Wednesday show. Um, and yeah, here King says eighty four of the hundred fifty last. So yeah, he led he over led half a the lot. race. So yeah. even more, yeah. Um, oh, man, just so impressed. And even though it didn't end up the way he wanted, and he ends up backwards and and cost me a shit ton of money in DFS. Ah, oh, Rod, I was pulling it. I was doing so great in DFS. I. I always got a screenshot when it's doing good because I feel like it's never going to last, and it didn't. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I was, uh, before him and Justin Haley went out, I was winning uh, well over a grand. Uh, I still cleared a couple hundred, but it uh, wasn't, wasn't as good as it could have been. But, 
yeah, just man, just so awesome uh, for Gibbs and how he's been doing. Dusty said he had Gibbs twenty-two to one, Kyle Busch twelve to one. Uh, I think he banged his head on the wall for ten minutes after the race. Those were both great picks. Also had Kyle, myself. Um, you know, I gave him out on the show. Good picks, uh, and I think really again we'll, we'll we'll recap this and get into the bets. Um, but I think we kind of hit some things on the head, missed a few things obviously with the change of format, but uh, it was it was still a fun weekend and get those juices flowing, hit a couple of bets and, and get ready to jump into the season. Hey, we always said that all the clashes is, is house money after that anyways. I mean, this is this is just something yeah. that you you put, you get your De, uh, Daytona 500 bankroll kind of primed for it. So, yeah, yeah not much. And really, I mean, I, you know, I was talking to Nick the other day and really the the true full-on betting season doesn't start until, you know, the fourth race of the season at this point in Las Vegas. You've got Daytona this weekend. We're going to bet on it. We're going to have a lot of fun but it's a super speedway. And then it's Atlanta, same thing. Then you get into Vegas. That's when we really hit the ground and be full on into this thing and, and have more predictable, you know, things going on and, and races that, that are easier at least to, to handicap and predict. So hang tight. Cause uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to have fun betting these next couple of weeks as we did last night. Um, but it's, it's going to keep going. Indeed, hang tight. We're going to have fun recapping this race in a second. But let me tell you about DraftKings. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly. We're talking Super Bowl, my friends. My San Francisco 49ers are two-point favorites over the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, definitely a game that is well bet and something that you're going to want to get in on if you want all of the bets. Uh, there are touchdown bets as well. We got Christian McCaffrey as the first touchdown scorer at plus 350 or an anytime scorer at minus 220. You want Brandon Ayuk in the end zone, you can get him for plus 150. You want Patrick Mahomes to sneak going through, then you get him at plus 425. That and many other available bets are over on DraftKings right now. Get in on it by downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SGP. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia visit www.1800gambler.net In New York call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 In Connecticut help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino in Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. We gave you a whole lot of underdog fantasy picks for this clash. Hey, we're, we may go over a lot of those because a lot of those actually hit as well. Uh, we did pretty good on Underdog Fantasy. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has a way for you to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long and race car drivers all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, NASCAR, F1. I'm telling you right now, if there was go-kart racing that you could get at your local boomers, then that buy would probably have underdog odds for that as well, underdog lines for that as well. So uh, you can actually win 100x with some spicy plays, especially for the Super Bowl. Let me tell you right now, I am looking at Christian McCaffrey. He has got uh, the uh, rushing and receiving TDs, one and a half. Come on now. This is actually a spicy play. The higher will get you one and a half times on your on your pick. I'm telling you, Christian McCaffrey is going to get in the end zone from now. Uh, and I know it's the uh, Pro Bowl, but until the after the Super Bowl, he's going to keep scoring all offseason long. So you might as well get in on the Christian McCaffrey higher than one and a half rushing and receiving TDs with a little spicy. That'll get you one and a half times your pick. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code RACE SGPN. Like how I got that last one in there? <laughs> I did. That was very good. Catching up on the chat real quick. John Little, uh, great way to spend a Saturday night. Dos Flacco's in the in the chat. Cheers, boys. Cheers. 
Um, let's see. Daryl was asking, what's the beef between Gibbs and Logano? Oh, we'll get there. Uh, yeah, well, maybe we'll talk about that more. I I don't understand what Logano was mad about exactly, but uh, Dusty wants to know how we feel about Brad K at Daytona. <sighs> he's always good at super speedways, but he's only 10 to 1. Just He's going to be really tough to bet on. Uh, John Little not making friends with Rod, taking the plus money on KC. Uh, we are going to have Super Bowl picks. Um, later this week, we're going to have some underdog crossover stuff. We'll do, we're going to see, uh, they should have some Daytona 500 crossover bets, everything. We'll be talking about all that later this week. So no race to pick this week, but there is football to pick. It's a Super Bowl. We're going to give out our picks. Uh, unlike some, some sports gambling shows, apparently we have picks rod, of course, diehard 49er fans. So you could probably guess, uh, where his, uh, where his allegiance lies. Yeah, I'm going to have a lot of 49ers picks, and I'm not even sorry about it. So you guys just get set for that. Uh, I want to get caught up on L.A. weather right now. It is definitely raining over there. Uh, it is raining. It is 55 degrees. It will be continuing to rain all the way up until, uh, well, I mean, long until, what, Wednesday. So it's yeah, not going to be it's not going to be any it's not going to done raining until Wednesday. So they most definitely made the right call by not running this race. Um, and, and it's funny because... We were leaving the area, and we were leaving in a pocket of, of time in which there was no rain. So if we would have left about an hour later, we would have probably, or two hours later, we would have ran into some rain as we were leaving. So we just, we hit it perfectly uh, leaving before the storm hit. So I, I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, sorry about you guys in L.A. Stay safe. I'm just glad yeah. I'm not down there anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, be safe. I, I shared in the Discord a uh, NASCAR man, uh, gosh, what's this Twitter? NASCAR man RR, I think, is his thing. Or maybe I didn't share it. I thought I did. Anyways, I will share it. He shared a, a picture or a, a video of what uh, – maybe it was a picture. Gosh, I don't even know. I'm not paying attention. But <laughs> um, of what the clash looks like this evening. And, yeah, it's definitely covered in rain. They've already uh, – I mean, it's very, very uh, – posting that in the Discord now if you want to see it. But it is very soaked. Uh, and, yeah, they've already dis disassembled some of the track. But uh, – Definitely made the right call, I think, on on NASCAR's part. So, and yeah, like like King says, uh, kudos to NASCAR for moving the race to yesterday. Again, you know, it, it ended up being the right move. Um, and might be tougher to do with the regular season race, everything. But uh, in this case, I, I think everything worked out well. Well, it worked out well for Denny Hamlin, who ends up winning this race after starting from the pole. But boy, I tell you that that if you watch the race trajectory of Denny Hamlin, it was. Pull, not pull, pull a little bit up there, not, 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 grab back up again. That was a very chaotic and hectic race for Denny Hamlin, but kudos for him sticking it through and, and just, I mean, tell you right now, this is the Denny Hamlin that we all expect to see all the time. I mean, th this is why, uh, pardon me, this is why he's, he's one of the more polarizing drivers in the garage, right? I mean, he's that good and he's going to continue to come out and win races, but he's also going to be pretty arrogant about it, and he's probably going to rub some people the wrong way, uh, especially on his own podcast. We can give the guy his own platform to talk about how good he is. Oh, um, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear that podcast. Yeah, it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be pretty epic. But, yeah, yeah I, I'm telling you right now, this was, this was Denny. He, he fit the eight laps of this race, right? And it was just a, a – a, this was the way to win. You, you win through adversity. You watch your teammate go run ahead of you for – several laps uh and, and then you chase him back down when he gets in lap traffic you use his immaturity against him and not to say of course that he's immature but i mean the lack of experience yeah, the lack of experience yeah. it's, it plays into situations like that that's where it really comes in and and it worked out for him uh this is another reason to be in the discord uh the discord was absolutely hopping yesterday during the race it's so much fun but just about all of us in there got in on denny hamlin the books, this threw everyone just completely off, and, and we caught some sleeping at the wheel. Some of the books left Denny Hamlin up still at 8-1, to 10-1. After he got the pole, a bunch of us got it. I, I made a fairly large bet, which I was sweating later in that race quite a bit, but uh, it, it paid off. Obviously, it ended up uh, working out because, yeah, they, they slept on it. They left his number way too big. You know, you started seeing him at plus 350 on other books. He's still sitting 8, 9, 10-1 on some of these other books. Or pointing it all out in there, uh, and and that's a good thing about a whole community of people is people have different options and they're looking at different things. They notice different things, um, and then obviously there's the live betting aspect as well. I know our friend Justin from Old Fashioned Football got him eleven to one at one point live. 
Um, and he obviously came back and, and took care of business, but got to be in there because, you know, even though necessarily all the picks we gave out on the show, even though it wasn't a full slate of picks, so it was tough, obviously, but uh, they didn't all cash. But again, more information later, you find that edge of, well, he's on the pole, it's going to be hard to pass. Um, and, and he did f- end up getting passed and fighting his way back up there, but good reason to, to hop over and be in the Discord. Indeed. Uh, all right. Well, should we go over the picks that we made for this clash? Then should we should we recap these bets, or did you want to recap the race a little? Well, actually, you know what? Tell you what, we uh, we'll recap the race as we recap our bets because that's what we tend to do. Uh, but stick, I do stick to the regular format, Rod. Come on. Uh, you know what? It's been too long. It's been far too long since we've done this. So it has been a couple months. I so. feel like I, I feel like I might have forgotten. So, uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's do that. But let me tell you first about cut. Lots of cut bets that we will be making uh, over the course of this season, and we'll post a lot of those in the Discord as well. What is Cut? Cut's a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Peer-to-peer social betting is a new and better way to bet because you can bet directly against your friends or other users on the app. You can use it to bet on sports, politics, pop culture. It doesn't have to just be the race. It doesn't have to just be football. It could be any sort of politics. There's a uh, primaries coming up if you want to bet with your buddies about that or, or pop culture like the Grammys are happening tonight if you're listening. If you if you have friends that taped it and you want to make a bet before, you can do that as well. <laughs> All these other events with verifiable outcomes. There's tons of fun social features that give it the feel of a betting social network. Plus, Cut offers the lowest VIG and you get fully customizable odds, which means you can create your own bets. Also, and more importantly, Cut handles the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anybody down for money. You know who you are, but now you don't have to worry about it anymore. Social features, you got group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, so much more. On top of that, rewards. You can get cash back every single time you bet against your friend or other users. Cut also allows you to list almost any kind of bet, so it's perfect for getting action on those fun Super Bowl prop bets. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. I hate buying tickets for anything. I'm telling you right now, I am the worst person when it comes to buying tickets because nine times out of 10, I don't know if I can get to the event. In fact, if I would have bought tickets for the Clash this weekend, I'd have been disappointed because I wouldn't have been able to go. So therefore, I need to buy them last minute. And you know what helps me do that? Game time. Game time helps me buy those tickets last minute and it puts my mind at ease because I know, first of all, that I get the game time guarantee. That means that when I buy it on game time, they're gonna be on time and authentic, guaranteed. I get the lowest fees. I get the better prices. It's all right there on the app, too. That's what I love. It's made for mobile, which means everything is taken care of on the app. The tickets are sent that way. I can buy my seats from there. It all is perfect for me, especially last minute, because that is when I tend to buy my tickets. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Cody. Well, they ran all 150 laps of this race. They did it on a different day, but they got all the laps in uh, and then some. Uh, which, yes. you know, we got we got a little bonus action afterwards, but uh, we didn't do all that bad, I think, on, on calling this race. Some of the bets no. didn't hit, but yeah. I think we had this thing circled. And uh, just the format change really, it just, it changed everything so much because, you know, there's certain people that you, you don't necessarily expect to qualify the fastest, but if they can race their way up there, uh, you know, a guy like Austin Dillon, and we'll talk about that, but it just and, and you saw in practice, Christopher Bell is one of the fastest cars, and he doesn't even make the race because they try something in qualifying. It doesn't work. Um, so, yeah, again, if this was your first time betting, yeah, you give it a few weeks. I promise. It's it's not like this every week. This was just – it was such outlying circumstances. Again, the unprecedented word is is the word of the week in, in NASCAR. So, all right, Rod, looking at it, I had Tyler Reddick top three plus 600. Um, man. I was Tyler Reddick racing. He was he there. Me. He Not he sure. was around was he, was the front. There? He was in the top ten a couple of times. But then he did, his he teammates, that, yeah. The, he jumped the restart and got the penalty. He got yep. sent to the back. So that really killed his day. But 
I don't know. I just wasn't that impressed with with Tyler Reddick this weekend, unfortunately. Um, that doesn't change how I feel about him this season. Doesn't change how I feel about how he's going to do. Hard to measure too much from this race. I mean, I know I said it was impressive what Gibbs did, but that's kind of a different situation, I think. Um, so, yeah, I uh, just missed on this one, unfortunately. Reddick didn't show up like I uh, would. Yeah, and and unfortunately, that's you're going to get those every once in a while for sure. Um, I had Ty Gibbs as a top three car at plus seven twenty five oh, early in the week. What a fucking bet this was! That Holy was shit. You nailed this. One. Cashing for eighty four laps and then some until the very end. And listen, He's cashing here, for about one hundred and thirty five laps. Exactly. <laughs> Here's the thing about it too. That last restart. First of all, I wanted to throw a remote through a TV that I didn't own. Uh, and I probably would have gotten kicked out of the restaurant that I was watching the race at, uh, which would have been worth it because once I saw him uh, get to the outside lane, I knew it was over. And and nobody, nobody was giving anybody any quarters in that at as, all. As you can. Yeah, no, I mean, again, it's if the door's open, you have to go through it. And, and honestly, what pissed me off the most is that he put himself in that. He was running such a perfect race, and it just – when we talked about the inexperience and, and immaturity of it all, to just not let yourself get hung out like that. He was doing so well to stay on the bottom of the track. Even in restarts when he was starting on the outside, he still found a way to squeeze in. But that last time, that last restart, when he when he just let himself get bumped out of the way and shoved up to the top, I knew that I knew top three was over. I knew the win was over, but I definitely knew the top three was over in that instance. So, I mean, listen... All race long, we saw how good he can be. So if this is a sign of what he can do this season, I mean, we were right to sort of bang the drum for him. So I'm not discouraged at all by this. No, absolutely. This was, I mean, you called it perfectly. Obviously, he qualifies, you know, up front. You're not going to get that number later. Then he goes out and leads 84. I mean, he led more than half the race. Uh, To have a top three and a guy that leads more than half the race at, at, you know, seven to one, that's, that's a hell of a call by you. So. Yeah, great call. Obviously, it doesn't cash in the end, but uh, again, that's just how these things kind of go. Uh, great lessons learned, hopefully, by I in this, make him stronger down the road. Uh, definitely, in no way, shape, or form, are we done talking about Ty Gibbs this season uh, or for the next 20 years? Because, uh, you know, settle in. If you don't like him, that's going to suck for you because he ain't going anywhere and he's going to be in elite equipment for a very long time. So uh, I had Chase Briscoe top three plus 725. This one was a sweat in qualifying because he about didn't make the race. He was the final card to get in, um, which mean, meant he started, you know, back in 22nd. Um, surprisingly, he ended up getting up to seventh, which really, uh, I think, shows you that had things gone a little differently, maybe he started better, maybe he got, was able to work forward a little earlier. I mean, we saw Ryan Blaney, how impressive. Ryan Blaney gets the provisional. But he doesn't qualify in. He uses the provisional for being the champion. You know, it drives all the way up to get on the podium at the end there, which was great. Um, so Briscoe, 725, he ends up in, in seventh, which is not too bad. Um, I'll take that for, for a guy that you got that number on, especially with the chaos we saw and, and how things kind of all worked out. Um, I'm not too sad about how having made that bet. And I'm not convinced that one more caution would have allowed him to yeah. sort of jump in the fray too because, I mean, we saw it like with Brian Blaney. Again, that's it. Another caution gives you an opportunity to sort of push some people out of the way. People get yeah. stacked up on yeah. that first one turn. more one more caution and Blaney was winning that thing. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, that dude had a hot rod. So yeah, I mean it's it's who knows. Okay, Clint Boyer. I know. I, I, see <laughs> dude, I, I think we were two and a half minutes into the I don't even know. It was probably under two and a half minutes into the broadcast and he mentioned hot rod, and I'm like, Oh yeah. yeah. NASCAR on Fox is back. Clint Boyer, back. uh you ever won a drinking game during the Sunday broadcast when Fox is on? Take a drink every time uh Clint Boyer says hot rod. And, uh, do you have, want them to finish the race? Have I, medical personnel on stand. I was like, do you want them to finish the first 20 laps of the race? Because I, I tell you, you'd, you'd be on the floor. Hot Rod is his go yeah, word. I just I laugh every time I hear it. Or take a shot every time you see it above my head. Um, all right. <laughs> I had I had Wallace as a top three car at plus 600. This one had potential at times yeah. and then just didn't. And then, of course, that whole last thing where I love, I love where they're like, uh, hey, tell your friends up there. But Rocker's like, I, I got no friends. He's like, me either. <laughs> is there is there yeah. trouble in the twenty three eleven camp? I I don't know what's going on. Well, I think I don't. I think he he got punted by Reddick at one point, which was a Reddick's fault. But no. whether Bubba knew that at the time, probably not. And they 
they had talked about that on the broadcast. Like, you know, if somebody hits you, it probably wasn't their fault because they got hit four cars behind them and it, you know, surges through the accident. So, uh, yeah, this one wasn't a bad one. Bubba had his had his chances throughout the day. Started pretty well. Obviously, saw Denny up there. And Reddick, for a minute, even was up there, despite that I poo-pooed on him a little bit ago. But uh, I, he, he had a chance. So, I think it's 6-1. to one. Again, I just got to highlight. Again, we're normally not going to give out four top three odds. No. You know, but, but we were so limited this week. There was no head-to-heads. At this point in time, when we were giving these picks out, there wasn't top fives. Um, and, and so it was more of a, you know, look at look at taking these guys for a top five or a top ten. A top tens never appeared. Um, being that there's only 23 cars in the main race kind of makes sense. But we did get the top fives later. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. But uh, I still I don't think that this was a bad bet at all. I did have the winning car number to be odd at minus 118. The winning car number was odd, luckily for us, because second, third, and fourth were not odd cars. They were even-numbered cars. Um, and really, we only had three odd number cards actually finishing the top 10. So lucked out with it being Denny Hamlin, uh, but did cash that one in addition to cashing the winning manufacturer as Toyota plus 200. Uh, Toyota absolutely owned this race. They dominated it mostly between Gibbs and Hamlin. Um, you know, a couple other people had their cup of coffee out front there, but they were really the dominant cars. So uh, luckily, we were able to hit both of those. And and honestly, too, I, I had said on the show that I, I really did think Toyota was probably going to do it. I said to hedge with Chevy at plus 155. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't happen. Uh, however, the winning car number over 21 and a half had legs for 84 laps. The the guy that led the most laps in this race had the winning uh, the car number over 21 and a half. So, uh, and even Joe, I mean, Joey, Joey had a had fair Joey share of the a, race yep. where it looked like he was going to mm-hmm. win it. Yep. Yeah, so. that it. Yeah, it worked out. Obviously, not hitting, but uh, at plus one sixty four, I still think that was was the right side to take. Yeah, me too. So I would have done that. I would done that again because, I, like I said, I really felt like somebody uh, outside of that range was going to win, and they should have. So, uh, yeah, Stephen Williams popping in saying Denny win because I shared the pick. Who should I share this do, week? Do you have a picture of Christian McCaffrey? That's who Rod would like you to share this. Week. That's what I want you to share this week. That's that's what I want. I want to see that red and gold. Um, yes. uh, next week, share a picture of Corey LaJoy. Yeah, because it'll be <laughs> Daytona. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go through our winners real quick as well. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's let's wait on that because we got the top fives and stuff. So we'll do that. And we'll go over our winners uh, okay. last. But uh, I do have to tell you about one of my favorite uh, new or not new, but favorite sponsors in this. Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets. The sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, so let's dig into the uh, the top fives and some of the other props that we had given out on our second show. So, uh, Cody, where did you start on yours? Yeah, uh, t- <laughs> I stayed on the Tyler Reddick train. I rode the car lift for Tyler Reddick. That didn't work out. Uh, yeah, I'd given him out at, at the plus 275 for the top five. Obviously, uh, this one did not hit either. Yeah, unfortunately. And, and we had made the case. And 2311 looked like they could be fast. But for whatever reason, it was Gibbs show. And, and no one else was cracking that. Th- those are the best Toyotas. Um, I gave out Larson as a top five car. Oh, and, Cody, just... what did I tell you? What did I say about Larson? <laughs> What did I say is, about Larson? Did he? I don't remember. It was exactly, that he finished. Is, it, is he three for three on finishing yes, fifth place? In the yes, state? he is three for three. <laughs> I said he would probably. I said I would. I would. I would entertain a top three to, a thought, but I, I said I felt more comfortable at a top five with him at plus one thirty, and I said you weren't going to get a plus one thirty on a top five Larson for the rest of the season, except for maybe super speedways. But yeah, this one hit because he finished in fifth place. Fifth place. Yeah, I, I Larson it was weird. It wasn't like overly impressive, but just kind of hung out around there all day and and uh, you know had had a solid finish. Daryl wants to know why we're not talking about William Byron, his favorite driver. 
Um, he hasn't finished less than 10th in, he said five years, but three years, three years of the race, he did finish 10th or better, but he finished 10th and we didn't have any bets on him. So yeah. you'll have to wait till next time for us to talk more about Listen, Daryl. Daryl, if there uh, was head to heads and stuff like that, we would have talked about yeah, William Byron, but we, we, we didn't expect him to be around the front of this pack. And so that's yeah, why I mean, we really, I mean, yeah, he didn't for as impressive as he was last year, you know, uh, didn't really get much. Uh, much from them. Uh, we rode together on this next one, the car lift of, of Austin Dillon, mm-hmm. plus 450 for the top five. You had him plus 750 for the top three. I know some books did refund that um, because he didn't even make the race. Again, had things been run differently, you know, had he been had a chance to race into the race, then maybe he ends up cashing these. He doesn't qualify, so he, he doesn't get in there. Hard to know exactly how good of a bet or how bad of a bet these were based on the changing circumstances obviously they didn't hit you know if you had them and they weren't canceled out then that sucks um but that's part of how this event goes you know we had talked about that earlier last week so i I, do you really have any other thoughts on dylan i mean it just we didn't get a chance to see it so i I don't know it's hard again you're right if if we would have been able to watch the whole thing unfold i think you like you said things would have been different but we didn't get to see it i mean this is one where I, I don't even know how to how to recap a handicap of something we didn't see because I had him as a top three car as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we can just void those as well <laughs> ourselves. Yeah, exactly. It's just, again, hard hard to look at. Uh, this next one almost hit. I had Larson to be the top Chevy, Blaney to be the top Ford, 15 to 1. Rod, if you would have told me going into this race that, that Ryan Blaney would be the one to hold up his end and not Kyle Larson, I would have thought you were crazy. But that was the case. I mean, really, they both end up in the top five, so it's very close. Kyle Busch takes top Chevy honors at second, uh, and Blaney top Ford honors at third. Did get a full podium, um, you know, full podium visitation, whatever you want to call it, from all the manufacturers. Toyota, Chevy, and Ford ended up on the podium, so pretty cool. Um, But Larson in fifth, obviously a few spots behind Busch. This one didn't cash, but it had a shot there late, um, and and both these guys kind of held up their end of the deal. Uh, Unfortunately, just didn't quite cash out. Yeah, and and honestly, too, we kind of knew that it was going to be between him and Kyle for that, and uh, we'll talk about Kyle in a second because we have him, we have him in our underdog picks that we're going to recap as well. Uh, I had twenty three eleven as the winning team at nine to one. I'm going to count that as a win, Cody. You know why? Because the owner of twenty three eleven shouldn't. Hey, I think we should argue this. Isn't he part of twenty three eleven? He's a car owner. He is the part of twenty three eleven. Well, uh, yeah, he's he's one of the main. You know, some guy named Michael Jordan's in there too, but. Really, Danny Hamlin, he's, he's a big part of the operation. So yeah, I'm counting I think that you should get credit for that one. So yep. Yep. We'll, we'll count that as a win at plus 900. <laughs> I mean, it, I'm going to probably end up giving myself, you know, nine bucks <laughs> off of my dollar bet. But, you know, we'll, we'll just see how that works. Um, yeah, listen, uh, to me, it's like whatever. Uh, well, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't charge any VIG. But, yeah, t- yeah. What are you going to do? Right? What are you going to do? He, 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 would, he won the race. His other guys. And listen, at one point, like, uh, uh, what was it? Bubba actually gave him a nice little shove. Uh, and I was like, yeah. ooh, don't push the boss. <laughs> I, know, I, I saw that, too. And I was like, oh, he's getting a little, a little aggressive on the bumper of, of the boss man there. You don't want to piss him off going into the season. Uh, to hit on outrights real quick, I had given out Kyle Busch a 12 to 1. Ends up in second place, three for three, landing on the podium in these races. Just didn't. Oh, he was. If one more caution, maybe he would have got it. I really, I thought, I thought he was going to get it after Denny. Denny kept, you know, skipping the tires on those restarts or, or when he was going into the corners. In that last restart, I thought maybe he would get him there, but didn't. Luckily, I had the Denny ticket anyways, so worked out for me. Also gave out Kyle Busch uh, plus the Pacheco 20-plus uh, rush attempts. Obviously, that one is is out the window already because it didn't cash. Reddick, 20-1. to 1, We talked about him. Also had Priest at 22-1. to 1. Um, I don't know. Wasn't really impressed with Priest. Started 12th. They finished 11th. He kind of was up there for a second and then kind of just fell back again. I I don't know. Just didn't quite have have what he had last year for sure. Um it, it just wasn't as impressive this year from from Priest. So a little unfortunate, but uh oh well. Again, gotta get in the Discord, you get the extra stuff, you get I mean, so much information changed by that time. We we had seen Denny be extremely fast to practice. You know, then he's sitting on the pole, the number doesn't move. That's where we were able to get that in. And really, that saved my whole day for betting. Actually, really, what flipped my day to being positive was was having that Denny Hamlin ticket. So 
that's a it's a good reason to be over in the discord as well and, and in the conversation that's a damn good reason to be in there uh for my outrights i had austin Dillon as the long shot but we already talked about him not even being able to make the race and then i had truex at 10 to 1 listen truex moved up 10 spots he moved from 19th to 9th and on a day where he i was think higher he had, than that he got shuffled back at the end i mean yeah. wasn't he top five on that last restart yeah. i think yeah he was he was in the mix he was in there mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah, for him to finish ninth, I mean, it could have, I, again, it wasn't as if we were telling you that this was a lock, right? We weren't giving you as a lock, but we definitely said that there's not anything that, that doesn't point to the fact that he could do it again. And look, his teammate won, right? And his two, two teammates, two of his three teammates were up front all day for the most part. So the, the team was strong. He was strong. He moved from 19th to 9th. It's just he wasn't the strongest of the Gibbs cars that day. And, and that's okay. I mean... You know, when you take a stab at 10 to 1 early in the in the week, for him to be able to go from 19th to 9th, you know he had a strong car. His team won. It wasn't a bad call. It just wasn't the right call. Yeah, and you got in on it early. I mean, 10 to 1 early in the week, he was like plus 750 by the time we got to Saturday evening and, and qualifying and everything started. Obviously, then he qualifies bad. I'm sure his number was a lot bigger going into the race if the books adjusted because they didn't everywhere like we talked about. But I think it was still a good call. Um, he had been good. We've Seen a pretty solid path. The guys who were good here were good here, again, for the most part. I mean, you know, Kyle Larson, fifth all three times. Kyle Busch hitting on the podium every time. Martin Truex was good last year. He's good again this year. Joey's won this before. He was fast again. I mean, it really, not that any of it matters now because we're likely not coming back here, uh, but it, it really did all kind of play out for the most part in, in a lot of the ways we thought it would. Indeed. Uh, we also made several underdog picks on the day. Uh, so let's recap those if we should, uh, Cody, let's start with one of yours. Yeah. I had priest better than 10.5 and he finished 11th. That's so <laughs> frustrating. You got hooked on one guy. Uh, we got the hook. God, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So close. Well, I, I was, uh, feeling good about my la- my first one. I had Chastain better than 11 and a half. That one was cashing, uh, pretty much all of overtime except for when he crashed. And then that didn't happen. He finished 15th on the day. But Chastain could have been a top 10 car. He really could have ended his day as a top 10 car, but unfortunately, he got punted. I don't think it was anything he did wrong, but now, of course, there's all sorts of beef on the track with everybody, so I don't know what's going on at this point. I, but <laughs> Chastain did have a good, clean day. Did he have a good, clean day? Well, I think he was, yeah, he was out there. Ready, he's ready to make enemies again, I think. So there is that. I had Christopher Bell better than 8.5. I mean, one of the fastest cars in practice. This, this is going to hit for sure. Uh, then they fucked it up and, and didn't even qualify for the race. So unfortunately, that one didn't. I I'm noticing a trend here, Rod. I did I didn't hit any of my underdog picks this week. Damn it. No, no. Uh but I did they have, all felt so good too. I know. Oh, well, they could have. I had Kyle Bush better than sixth. He finished second. That dude just I mean, he's cemented now in the class. I think he is probably the best clash driver there is yeah, in that he's, format. He's the one who made the podium all three years. Mm-hmm. So yep. didn't get a win. So I think he'll He'll kick himself for that, but also had Keselowski low in 8.5. I mean, really, I, until I just now looked, I didn't even realize Keselowski finished in 8. Yeah. He looked horrible in practice, uh, barely qualified for the race, and man, so many people were just so high on Keselowski, and I, I didn't know why. I didn't see it, and you didn't see it in the race either. I think he just survived the chaos and ends up with an 8th place, so uh, you know, I had the reverse. This should be like when you don't hit any numbers in Kino, and if you get all of them wrong, shouldn't you win something for that, Rod? I I think so. I think there should be like a consolation, like maybe one eighth of your of what the whole thing was. Like, you didn't get any of these right, but also you got all of them wrong. So, so that's great. You spectacularly failed. So here you go. Here's a prize. Uh, I had Joey Logano better than eight and a half. Joey Logano did finish better than eight and a half. So uh, he ended up finishing, in fact, in fourth after starting second. So, so hopefully you tell Rod and not me this week. Yeah, that was good. Well, all except for the uh, for the first one for Chastain. Uh, that pissed me off. That that would have been it. That would have been the good one right there. But unfortunately, two out of three on the on the underdogs. Uh, but yeah, listen, that's that's still a fun way to get in on it. So as we get closer to Daytona. Um, you know, we'll have our DFS slash uh, underdog episodes, or maybe we even break it out into a different underdog episode altogether. Who knows what the bosses are going to let us do? But yeah, this is this has been a fun way to get in on it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Underdogs a ton of fun. Um, man, it's yeah, and Super Bowl this weekend, ton of stuff on there for for that. Of course, all all any sport you want, really, they've got on there. So 
definitely get out on that. We're going to keep talking about them all season, so you might as well be in on the fun as well. Oh, we made it, Rod. We've gone through our first race of the season. Things were a little wonky, but uh, we made it. Here we are. We got the Super Bowl this weekend. I think we can all enjoy that. And then we are full on into the season. We've got a busy week coming up. Don't go anywhere for sure. We've got a lot of stuff going on this week. Tomorrow, Rod, uh, this is all tentative, but we're Ryan from over at Win the Race on tomorrow with us, uh, breaking down everything they have to offer over there. He's going to be part of uh, Derek's uh, weekly betting show on the, the X spaces that he does on Wednesday nights. Um, so it'll be pretty cool to talk to him going into the season. Super Bowl and Daytona 500 crossover bets, plus our Super Bowl picks later in the week underdog super bowl picks and maybe some early 500 stuff if they've got it out and then uh, i think we might give out our official like championship picks final futures bets before we head into a full race weekend with the trucks xfinity cup the daytona 500 the dual or we have to see we'll see what they offer for the duels might have some dual content in there somewhere next week it's gonna be beautiful we're full on into it i'm so fucking pumped i'm so excited Oh, I'm so happy it's back. I think I I don't know that I really appreciated how many uh, episodes we do now a week till you laid it all out. You laid out the whole week and I was like, we don't even have enough. I was like, damn, and we don't because there's still need, stuff that we want to do. There's more stuff we want to talk. about. Yeah, I mean, literally, or we could just extend this to like six hours and then have everybody, you know, piece it up in their own their own way. But no, listen, I, I got to tell you right now. As we get closer to this season, I am so excited about the direction of this show. You guys have already made this this whole live thing blow up. I mean, this is more than we could have ever hoped for with a lively chat like this. I can only imagine as the season begins and gets better. Because, I mean, after Daytona, that's when it all be- really begins for most people. So we're going really, to really have some fun scooting off into the season. So thank you guys so much for hanging with us over the off season first and foremost, and second of all, for growing this show through the offseason. I don't know how many shows grow over the offseason, but uh, you helped ours grow in the offseason, and we're definitely in your debt for that. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. I did want to give one quick plug as well, uh, if I can do this quickly enough. Our Daytona 500 contest is up. Obviously, that's the next race on the schedule. Um, go ahead and get your get your picks in now. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Take a screenshot of that. Nice and easy. Click on the form. It's posted on the the pinned tweet on X, the pinned Facebook post, and we can dump it over in the Discord again as well if you ask. Um, but yeah, you just you go in, put your name in there, pick your Daytona 500 winner. Easy as that. Hundred dollars and a hundred dollar SGPN merch store gift card. Oh, it's gonna be gonna be a lot of fun. As we know, anybody can win this race. I'll be submitting my pick. Um, you know, I'm not gonna tell anybody who it is, Rod. Of course, because I would never do that. <laughs> um, but hopefully you're watching the YouTube and maybe you'll get a hint. Uh, but yeah, make sure make sure you get in on that because, again, it's free contest, giving away money, giving away merch. Um, and there's so much good merch. It's going to be it's hard to figure out how to only spend $100 um, when you're when you're over in the merch store. So Rod appears to be grabbing some merchandise that he has. No, not merch. Uh, off screen. Oh, merch. oh, he's got his. Oh, I, I don't know who who I'm going to be picking either. <laughs> Let me tell you a quick story though, real quick. You got to so, hold the car backwards. It's the '84 now. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There it goes. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> so uh, my wife's rewatching the the show Las Vegas, right? That one show that was on a long time ago, uh, and she's watching the race, and, or she's watching the show, and and all of a sudden she's like, "Come here, come here, come here, come here!" And so she's like, "Watch!" So she pushes play, and all of a sudden there's Las Vegas Speedway, but it was Atlanta. I don't know what the hell they were doing. But anyways, uh, so here comes a car, and it's the 48. And I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. And it's the Lowe's 48, right? And it's, it's zooming down Atlanta. And then all of a sudden, they showed a very, very young Jimmy Johnson. And I'm like, oh, my God, that dude was – he was a kid back in the day. And, they yeah, the whole, the whole episode was centered around Jimmy judging a car contest and it was like it was beautiful to watch the Lowe's car zoom around a track again i was i was just like oh my god the memories that's that's pretty freaking awesome yeah it was uh so yeah and the fact that my wife was like you got to come see this you got to you got to see who's this is and i was like oh that's that's why i love you babe exactly yeah yeah when the wife knows what to point out (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) uh all right well i'm gonna point out that it is time to let you guys go 
and to uh, disperse. We, like NASCAR, moved ours up a day because uh, of weather. Uh, and we're yeah. going to – yeah, I'm just kidding. We <laughs> If we had a recap tomorrow, shit, we'd have forgot the whole race already because it would be a week out. <laughs> I know, right? Well, whatever. But we're glad we were able to do it tonight live with you guys. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, we're going to, like I said, we're going to try to do more of the live recaps after races for sure uh, while it's all fresh in our minds and have some fun with that. But, uh, again, you know, we'll see what we can do. Sometimes schedules don't permit it, but we'll try to keep that on our regular schedule. Anyways, tomorrow, Ryan from Win the Race will be joining us. Talk about what he's got to give, like Cody said. So join us for that as well. You got any questions for him? For sure, we'll be here yeah. to field them as well. So, yeah, get those worked up. We're gonna be we'll be live on YouTube, uh, tentatively. What are we scheduled for? Eight thirty Eastern time. <laughs> Again, trying to translate through time zones here. Stop it. Uh, yeah, tentatively eight thirty Eastern time. We'll be on live here. So, again, click the bell, and you know we don't you don't have to worry about it. It'll just tell you when we go live. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, if you got any questions for him. And everything they're offering over there, make sure you, you send them in, have them in the chat tomorrow, and we'll uh, we'll ask away. Indeed. Uh, all right, Cody. Well, then let everybody know where they can find you on social media as we bid them good night or good day or whenever you listen to this. Yep. Follow me on the X at Husker underscore Z. Find all my work over there. Got a ton of Super Bowl stuff out already. More Super Bowl stuff coming out for the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. Uh, F1 Gambling Podcast, I think, might be coming back again this week for another episode. So check that out as well. And uh, oh, we got a loaded week. We got a loaded season. Oh, it's, it feels so good. It, yesterday unexpectedly felt like Christmas. And it was just, you know, it was like you woke up and it's like, okay, we're going to get some racing in today. You know, all the heat races and stuff. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, is that meme of The Office? One of my favorite memes where he's just running around. And it's like, oh, my God, everyone, it's happening. It's beautiful. I loved it. Oh, so excited. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Follow me on X at RJ Via Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media, whether it's Sportsbook Review. Got some WrestleMania odds coming out this week. Uh, so be uh, sure to check that out as well. And some 49er Super Bowl props on the SGPN website. So check that out as well. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Ryan with Win the Race will be joining us, and you will be too. Until then, everyone, let's go racing and let it ride. I'll scratch you then.